San Bernardino. Um, horrible, horrible situation. Second worst act of terrorism in our country's worst act since 9-11. I mean, this is a big deal. And it is everywhere, as we know. Um, we found an article on the Autism Speaks website that was about, and you can reference it on the Autism Speaks website, um, in the Got Questions, I think is what it's called, Autism Speaks Ask Got Questions. Talking to your child about tra tragedy. Um, yeah. Vince, let's yeah. start with this situation and the fact that it's all over the news and some of our children that are especially a bit older, even younger, might start asking us about it. How do we deal with it? Well, in a couple of, I think you hit <clears throat> one of the first things that jumps into my mind is, is you know, how, how old are the kids that are looking at it? What are the, the, the understanding levels of the kids that are looking at it? If we're talking younger kids or kids that don't have the capacity to really understand what's going on, my first, you know, my first uh, recommendation would be to some extent screening it, meaning that don't watch, you know, uh, the news or, or um, you know, the updates on, on the computers when the child's around. They're, they're going to be confused are not going to understand what's going on plus it might create you know um, um, behaviors because there's a lot of negativity a lot of aggression going on um, this could not you know not common but it could create some behaviors because their anxieties are going to go up that's a good point I'm a news junkie and I'm, I'm sorry I'm guilty of, of switching from CNN to um, MSNBC to the, uh, the local news to Meet, I tape every Meet the Press, and so Wyatt is just bombarded with this because he's in the room with me. He might be on his iPad, but he's hearing it, and he actually said to me, Mommy, um, you know, wh why do you need to watch this? He was angry at me because I was so glued to it, especially on Sunday. And I said, Honey, some very bad people did some very bad things. Right. And he said, Did they go to jail? I'm like, Well, no, they didn't go to jail. They're no longer with us. They got killed. And he was like, why did they get killed? What did they do? Did they steal something? And the whole thing opened up. And I'm like, this is not a kid that I can explain ISIS to. Right, right. And, and that's a good example. I mean, in why it's, you know, in that in-between where he does have the, the, the capacity to understand things and with proper explanations and going through things. But also you can see my point that if we were sheltering, you know, or, or uh, filtering, I guess would be a better word, um, away from the kids and watching and, and us getting our information when the kids aren't present, we wouldn't expose them to things that are very hard to explain, that are uncomfortable, that are, I've always said, you know, kids are a great barometer for anxiety and emotion, even if they can't explain it or completely understand yeah. they know when they're watching something that's anxious they know when they're watching something that's negative and that automatically creates very uncomfortable feelings within themselves that they can't explain and they can and we can't really explain it either because of the situations at hand so the first thing is just you know again trying to do as much filtering as we can so that we don't bombard them we don't give them a lot of information that's going to create a lot of this uncomfortable anxious feelings